Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, sisters. To the first live episode of A Sister and Her Mister. Yes, we're just, taking your questions live. Yeah, so this is episode 10, our first milestone for the episode, uh, podcast. And we thought, what better way than to do a live episode and celebrate? Yeah, for those listening on the podcast on Tuesday next week, this one is being uh, done live through our Instagram account at PCOS.WeightLoss. Um, we also have another Instagram account at a sister and her mister. But yeah, if, if you missed it, if you missed the live episode, obviously you're listening to the recorder version now. But just have a heads up next time you can join us. Yeah, you Instagram. can set a reminder because we put it in the Insta stories and you can just click reminder and yeah. your phone will beep when mm-hmm. we're ready to go live. To be honest, this is a lot different than doing it. I'm confused. We have a camera going there. We have the for YouTube. And then we have the Insta Live going and you're recording it on the podcast speakers. Very true. I don't know what's going on. There's so many things happening. The laptop is open showing the audio being recorded, like Talian said. And then there's the phone. Yeah. There's the camera. I'm just hoping everything's recording. Talk about repurposing content. That's on, right? I, I hope so. I hope so. So, okay, let me just, just check the camera. Tanya, you go ahead and tell the sisters about what this episode is <laughs> going to be about. Let me check the camera. So this episode, we're going to be answering your questions in a Q&A fashion like we usually do. I know you guys always ask us, you know, are the Q&As, are the lives going to be available to watch later? And the answer is we can't keep them up forever because Instagram only lets us keep it up for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So that's why we thought it would be such a good idea to make the 10th episode of our podcast a Q&A yeah. recorded so you can go back and listen to it. Yeah. And I'm going to join the live right now with the ins- with our podcast account mm-hmm. so that we can all Oh. Look, I just heard myself. Oh my gosh. Now there's yeah. how many pieces of technology are I happening? Know. I'm just going to message the sisters right now. Hey sisters, thank you all for joining. Go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> they can see you typing. I like to t- I like to read it as I type oh sometimes. Okay, I, I feel like I'm in my home. It's private house. I feel like that I can just talk. There's out loud. a bunch of people Go watching ahead. you, and then it's being recorded for YouTube for mm-hmm. a bunch more people to watch you. So I think that you're not alone in your own house right now. That's true. <laughs> I That's think true. we're past that. Yeah. So as Talian said, please go f- go ahead and feel free to ask your questions. We will go ahead and... I mean, I'm saying go ahead now too much. Because <laughs> you're confused. Yeah. So but. just a quick uh, summary about our day. Today is Thursday. Babe, mm-hmm. what did you do? Today I did a bunch of stuff getting the sisterhood together. I did a Q&A already today for the sisterhood. A bunch of sisters asked questions on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I respond in a video format on Thursday okay. and answer everybody's questions and tag them and link all the things that I talk about and everything. And other than that, I went through a whole inbox of emails. And while you went to the gym, because I saw one of my clients, I missed going to the gym with Sirak today. So That's true. She told me, oh, where did the time? I called her. I'm like, hey, babe, I'm, I'm on my way home. I'm going to pick you up in like 30 seconds, basically. I'm right down the street. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know where the time went. I was at the office and I got stuck with a client and I was just working. I was like, all right, all right don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll just change real quick and leave and, and I'll see you after. And then right as I'm leaving, she comes uh, walking out the garage. You know, I'm like, wait, were you just waiting around the corner? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's no, okay. but then because no you went to the gym, I got to stay at home and make a delicious dinner. Yeah. At a, you know, when I cook slower, it tastes a lot better. Yeah. So I made a kale salad with like a tahini dressing and then a chickpea salad with lemon and olive oil and sumac. <laughs> and then we defrosted some gyro that my mom gave us. Nice. And nice. it was like a Mediterranean it was so feast. 
it was. Okay, so I'm going to start reading some questions because they're starting to come in at a very fast pace. <laughs> Is that why you were looking at me? Wrap it up, honey. Yeah, I was like, wrap it up. Let's answer this question. <laughs> All right, first question is from Kuba 87 Would you say hot yoga is PCOS friendly? So yoga in itself is actually very PCOS friendly because of the, the anti-inflammatory response your body will have after such a long um, period of stretching. You're like stretching all, all these muscles and releasing all the, the, the acid that builds up. And however, though, when you do hot yoga, it's going to be the it's not going to be as um, a good of a recovery process because you're going to put your body through like this really extreme process where like not only are you sweating, the heat is really like high and then like you can barely survive like by breathing. <laughs> Tell me, why don't you tell your experience with hot yoga? I personally cannot survive hot yoga. When mm-hmm. we went, um, the guy said not to leave the class. He's like, I please ask you if you get too hot, just like lay on the floor. Yeah. I was like, all right, I don't know about that, but we'll see. And like five minutes into the class, I saw Tanya get up. I was like, <laughs> I was like time to please. go. <laughs> she didn't even pick up her towel or mat. She just left and I like, just left everything. I know when I didn't want to interrupt other people, so I yeah. just like tiptoed out of there. But then at the end of the thing, when I was like drenched, I had to pick up two towels, <laughs> two mats. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But hot yoga is great for relaxing if it's too hot for you if it's too stressful then you know you're definitely the best judge of that yeah but yoga is great and sidak goes all the time yeah. while i cook dinner and wait for him you say it like that it's kind of rude <laughs> no not like wait for you it's just i'd rather be cooking dinner than you <laughs> than being out yoga but the thing is i really enjoy cooking it's just unfortunate that you don't let me cook as much or get involved as much I am, uh, what's the word? Territorial. Yeah. But I try to share. That's okay. All right. We got another question. Thank you for doing this. Can you go over why caffeine is bad for PCOS? That's a good one for you, babe. Yeah. Once again, pumping your stress hormones. Um, Caffeine is going to stimulate your little adrenal glands above your kidneys, which pumps out cortisol and DHEA and all of those stress hormones. Mm -hmm. And so the more those pump out, the less your body makes other important hormones like progesterone and um, estrogen and all, you know, other hormones that it should be focusing on. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's making a bunch of stress hormones. And not just coffee is going to trigger that. Uh, There are other factors that trigger that. However, why contribute with drinking 10 cups of coffee a day? So I just suggest to cut it out for at least three months Mm -hmm. while you're trying to improve your symptoms and then maybe add it back in a little at a time. Yes. And just so you guys know, I still drink coffee because, you know, I don't have PCOS, but that's our quote for now. You know, we're thinking (laughs) of doing something with that. We'll see. Uh, But yeah, I still drink caffeine, but. You know, there's always a decaf option. Just be careful when you have decaf coffee. There's still a little bit of caffeine because it's really hard to get rid of all of it. Mm. So just make sure like if you're having decaf, that's still not affecting you that that amount. Uh, What do you think about sprouted bread for PCOS? It's more nutritious because it's sprouted. Uh, The grains are sprouted. So it's more the the what's it called the vitamins the minerals in it are more bioavailable because it's sprouted but what does that even mean sprouted i've never understood what like sprouted, sprouted? bread means i i always imagine I sprouted means sprouts. it's coming out of the ground like as a bread kind like, of. like yeah, i'm bread now you know that's just what i think it's not the seeds in sprouted it are sprouted anyways it doesn't have to be sprouted but if you like that flavor go for it Let's see. How do you deal with PCOS acne from Jess? Okay, with that, here's the thing. It's it can be coming from multi, for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is to get a hormone test to really figure out do you have estrogen dominance? Do you have high testosterone? Do you have high stress hormones? Is your blood sugar a mess? And then you can really treat it from the root issue what the heck is actually happening. Mm-hmm without having to you know buy all these expensive supplements and like all of these expensive creams and you know wasting money here and there trying to heal it in other ways you can just get a hormone test and figure out exactly what is going on and i really recommend the dutch hormone test because i did that once and it really helped but aside from a hormone test 
going gluten and dairy free has helped with skin issues across the board with yeah. my clients including myself yeah i've seen the pictures yeah. like you showed me that picture one time like oh like this is how it was before yeah. i was dairy free and gluten free i was like wow before i met you i had big cystic mm-hmm. acne all over my face because i wasn't fully dairy free and it was so awful but you know diet change and everything fixed it yeah makes a big difference so on to our next question uh, uh ashley asks how do you deal with hair loss from pcos okay for hair loss it's the same thing like once again figuring out the root issue is the best idea but there are some supplements that can really help with this saw mm-hmm. palmetto is one of them and also targeting your blood sugar is going to help because typically when you have insulin resistance and high amounts of insulin in your bloodstream it triggers high testosterone and mm-hmm. then that trigger that like gathers around your hair follicles and causes them to fall out. And so that's one way that testosterone can do that. Another way is high stress hormones. And then that can also do the same thing. Okay. Or hypothyroidism. Have your hormones checked. All right. It looks it sounds like have your hormones checked is It's always the answer. Is always a very important Dutch hormone yeah. test. <laughs> uh Shazlin asks oh the good old question. Hi, hi, can you explain why dairy is bad for PCOS? Well, that's a lot of things to like, say in one answer. So I'll let you say, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, dairy has insulin-like growth factor in it. And that, when you eat it, it's considered like you're eating a carb. Because mm-hmm. now you're ingesting more insulin and you're, you already have insulin resistance. There's too much insulin in your bloodstream. Now you're yeah. ingesting dairy and that's causing it to spike again. And it's just making insulin resistance even worse. And then not just that, there's A1 casein. Yes, A2 I was just going to say, we talked about on episode seven or eight where A1 casein and A2 casein and how, you know, cows used to produce, um, I believe, A2 casein. And mm-hmm. they no longer produce this um, due to various reasons. And our stomachs aren't able to, you know, they're not used to this diff- different enzymes and different um, uh, caseins. Therefore, we have issues like digesting and breaking it down. And it just results in you having this inflammatory response in your digestive tract. And then that just releases all these like um, issues throughout the body. Yeah. It's like there's a fire everywhere in the body and your body is trying to fight it off by throwing water there, by throwing, you know, like this there. So now you're like retaining weight, having acne. Exactly. Yeah, it's just... So goat's goat's, uh, cheese doesn't have that A1 casein in it. Yeah, but but it's still a little bit... It um, still has insulin. Yeah. Yeah. However, yeah, it's still a little better because goats aren't... um, They don't have the same casein as Tali mentioned. I've also heard like in Europe and other countries outside of US because their mass production is different and... Um, and whatever other reasons, they, their cows produce less of a inflammatory, um, you know, d- d- uh, dairy products. Mm-hmm. But still, um, we would just say avoid dairy and just don't put that in your body. So. Yeah, try like avoid it for at least a mm-hmm. month to see if it helps with your symptoms. Sometimes it takes a bit of time to really clear up your acne or whatever symptoms it's causing. But then you can slowly add it back in and. Um, test it out, see how you feel. Maybe you can handle a little bit. Like I can have a few bites of cheese here and there on the weekends yep. and be okay. Yep. Um, Kenya uh, says, hello guys from, from Texas, I think. Hey, TX, girl. Texas, right? Um, I am Jules Voice asks, how do you feel about protein shakes or powder? And if you use it, what kind? So protein shakes or protein powder is a great... Uh, supplement your diet because sometimes it's hard to have like all this protein in your um, diet if you're busy or you can't get all the meals um t- the one that Tallinn uses is dairy free i think it's called philosophy yes philosophy protein powder yeah and it has adaptogens in it like mushroom powder and co- cacao and all of the true, great things true. that help with your stress hormones like all packed in one hemp mm-hmm. protein packaging yeah. there's also like hemp uh, hemp protein powder which uh, is also non-dairy just be careful when you're buying protein powder majority of them have dairy in it because obviously they use the protein from the milk so just try to find like alternatives and look for that df um 
logo. That's right. And, and GF, obviously. And also, artificial sweeteners are found in protein mm, powders. Yes. That's oh. so awful for PCOS. Okay. I'm going to give you guys the best website, okay? Tell them. We are not affiliated with this website at all. I discovered this website maybe 10 years ago. Maybe some of you know it. It's called labdoor.com. Labdoor.com, what they do, uh, from what I know, Maybe if you guys know more, let me know. But from what I know, they're the third-party laboratory. They take in all these supplements, vitamins, protein powders, probiotics, fish oil, all these different categories. And then they test out all the products. They literally go and buy it from the store. They test these products. And then they go give a full, um, uh, what is it called, like laboratory results of the accuracy of all these things like how accurate is what it says on the label two they will tell you if there are anything bad in the in, in the supplement itself for example a lot of protein powders have i don't know how to say this acosulfame potassium Whoa! which is horrible for Never you seen it's you one of those bad things long word in my yeah, life turn you on or something <laughs> <laughs> uh other like uh, obviously sucrose and other things it will tell you if this product has it and then it'll ranks it like top 10 of the products for that category so i highly recommend it check out labdoor.com that's where I, like i find my fish oil my protein powders my probiotics is by looking at the top 10 quality list amen to that yeah all right uh Tanich, uh, Tanik Kaj, as, Kaj asks, what do you do for facial hair? Well, I've tried laser, but it doesn't last. And for me, it only lasts like six weeks, then I had to go back. Um, but with facial hair, again, it goes back to blood sugar issues, mm -hmm. testosterone issues, and really handling that. And it takes six to 12 months for hair issues to be resolved for either your head hair to grow back or your facial hair to stop growing. Yeah. Um, it takes some time because you really want to get your testosterone at the right level. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, VCP asks, what is the most recommended diet for PCOS? Well, to give you a quick answer Let's without wrap really it up going with into... gluten and dairy free. Yeah. Gluten and dairy free is where you want to start. And for tips on how to go like through like the detailed process, just check out at pcos.weightloss. Mm -hmm. Oh, you already know this. You're asking it from IG. <laughs> so you already know how to do this. <laughs> um, East 26 Boutique asks, is losing an extreme amount of weight, like 75 pounds, even realistic while living with PCOS? Yes. Of course. It's, it's not... Obviously, PCOS is, the, is a condition that's restricting you from, you know, uh, losing weight or, you know... What you want to do is manage PCOS so that you control it. Yeah. So that you can make your body the way you want it to be. Yeah. Basically, making your met metabolism improve will help you lose weight. So by doing that, you would be changing your diet, your lifestyle, the types of workouts you're doing. Because with PCOS, it's a metabolic disorder. Mm -hmm. Your cells are not very good at burning the sugar that's broken down from the food you're eating. Mm -hmm. And so it's storing as fat. And so what you want to do is heal the cell and like figure out why it's inflamed and like why it's triggering high insulin you know, levels, insulin resistance and so on. Yeah. So um, what was the question? Can you lose is, weight? Is of course you can, yeah. of course. And, and it doesn't mean go to the gym more and try harder. Exactly. You can lose weight. We mean figure out what's happening with your body so that you can balance your hormones and not have to suffer from all these symptoms. Yeah, and I was just going to say what time just like uh, mentioned, like it seems very hard and impossible because... Like you go to the gym, you try so hard, you're sweating, you're sweating, and then you're not seeing results. And you're like, how am I ever going to like, you know, like continue and like get the results I want? Well, if it's because you're not applying the correct methods and you'd be so surprised once you just like change things up one at a time, like yeah. do the right workouts, eat like the, without gluten and dairy and just like, you know, cut out certain things. And then voila, you're going to be like, oh my God, it's like just yeah. flat. It's like melting off. Melting off. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> for no, some people it, mel it melts right off, and then for other people, no, but I mean, like, you have to yeah, do like a bunch of other, yeah, of course. So you just have to inquire, like, really invest your my time. My point, my point is like, there's like this dam. It's like being, it's like being 
held up by all these branches and trees and it needs to be just broken through so all this water can flow. Okay. And then this badger comes and this badger is oh, like, I'm going to eat through all this stuff. And then oh, uh, water flows uh, and everybody's happy. Everybody has water. Okay. I don't know if that makes, Next analogy makes any sense. <laughs> okay. Um, somebody says, Am- Amzo says, hello from Pakistan. Hey, What's hello. up, Amzo? Hello to Pakistan. Uh, she asks, what about barley in PCOS? It's not gluten-free. Oh, it's not? No. So no barley oats? No. Okay. Uh, Javi Sheik asks, how many carbs per day do you recommend? Well, okay. So how many carbs per day do I recommend? Well, you have to figure out how many carbs are right for your body. And that's by really paying attention to how you feel before, during, and after your meal. So what I like to do is track how many carbs I'm eating Mm -hmm. so that I can see for a week, like, did I eat around 100 grams every single day? Okay, how did I feel for eating 100 grams every single day? Like, was I fatigued after my meals? You have to track all of this to really pay attention to your body and what you need. So were you fatigued? Okay, perhaps you ate too many carbs for, you know, how insulin resistant you are. Or were you still hungry and just like unsatisfied? Maybe you ate too little carbs. So these are the cues that you want to look for when you're trying to figure out how many carbs to eat. Mm -hmm. And then eat you know, accordingly and see how your weight loss is happening. Is it working? What's going on? But the carbs like aren't necessarily the only reason why you're not losing weight. Like it's also inflammation, it's stress. There's multiple components that are contributing to you not being able to metabolize the carbs. So Mm -hmm. don't focus so much on carbs, like as if that's the answer to all of this. Yeah. And we mentioned like with the dairy on the previous episode, dairy and insulin resistance, they go hand in hand and like yeah cutting so, out dairy and yeah. figuring out if that's contributing mm-hmm. uh oh can you spell the website name uh if you're referring to the lab door that's lab l-a-b door d-o-o-r dot com uh do you recommend garden of life it's vivik asks yeah oh sorry I just really wanted to respond to this. Yeah, <laughs> it's, v- it's Vivek asks. Go ahead, Vivek. Yes, Garden of Life has a great protein powder. Well, she said Garden of Life Fit Powder. Mm-hmm. It's gluten and gluten free and vegan, so it's called Garden of Life Fit Powder. Do you know that one? Okay, I don't know the Fit Powder, but I know that they have an unflavored Garden of Life protein powder that's vegan mm-hmm. and has some great ingredients in there, from what I read. And I think it's a great protein powder. They okay. have flavored ones, but you know those have artificial sweeteners, so that's yeah. why. Yes. Well, she says it's gluten free and vegan, which means it's dairy free. So most likely, it's pretty. Yeah, sounds it's like pretty, it's good. Yeah. Um, what's your approach to? Oh, Kristalina asks, "What's your approach to artificial sweeteners?" Yeah, like we just mentioned, yeah. avoid them. Because they act, your body treats them as real sugar. It senses that there's something sweet, mm-hmm. therefore releases insulin and then goes out of balance automatically. Your insulin bombards your cells even more, making them even more insulin resistant. Yes. And then the whole thing happens even all stevia, over right, again. Babe? Yeah, it really, honestly, even stevia. Yeah. Like, I just recommend the first one to three months. Once again, if you're going to really stick to this, mm-hmm. cut it out. Then. Yeah. If you want, add it back in. But you know what? I don't recommend yeah, ever adding it back either. in. You're not going to want to. You won't have cravings. You'll be fine. I don't I don't yeah. recommend it either. Yeah. Even me, like with my coffee and stuff, no no sugar, no artificial sweeteners. And you get used to it after a couple of weeks. Yeah. Think of it this way. If you're craving sweetness so badly, then perhaps your hormones are imbalanced. Yeah. And the artificial sweetener is going to throw them off more. So yeah. you really got to get down in there. Do the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. Keep that inflammation down and manage your blood sugar so that you don't get these crazy cravings. Yeah. Also take Ovacetol. It really helps. Yes. <laughs> By the way, if you're having cravings too much, it's probably because you're having a little too much sugar or artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Your body is so used to it. It's not constantly craving exactly. it. Um, can you post the website and protein powder? Philosophy, yeah. Yeah. What's the what's their Instagram called? Philosophy. Philosophy love. 
yeah philosophy love is their instagram um if we're talking about i think they're talking about lapdoor.com so i'm just gonna oh, okay. comment it so everybody sees it oops it corrected to lapfoot.com <laughs> how do you reduce testosterone and manage hirsutism so basically when you're insulin resistant one way that you get high testosterone is that insulin goes to your ovaries and triggers your ovaries to produce and overproduce testosterone. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is really focus on your blood sugar, what time you're eating. Make sure you're having a 40 gram protein or 30 gram protein breakfast and then a snack and lunch and then a snack and dinner. And you're looking at how much carbs you're eating. You know, it's not too little. It's not too much. You're keeping it all balanced. And there's a lot of components to balancing your blood sugar. It takes a lot of mental effort. Not only that, you're choosing gluten and dairy free and the meal times and the way you pair your snacks, like pairing your carbs with your protein so that your blood sugar doesn't spike when you're having carbs mm -hmm. and it slowly absorbs into your bloodstream because you're having protein. So there's a lot of components. So that's why we have the sisterhood available to you. And this is a membership app where I have lots of information to help guide you on this because it's hard to do it alone. There's so many components to it. And in the, in the comment section right now, I was just reading, somebody asked, um, how do you reduce testosterone, AKA hirsutism? And then, yeah, t and then Farnaz um, replied saying, Diana, spearmint I had success tea. with spearmint tea for that issue. Yes. So we had spearmint tea and Italian drinks yes. that like a couple times a week. Three cups a day three is recommended. Day for testosterone. Do I have high, three? For high testosterone, no. is that the case? Yeah, I, I don't drink three necessarily, but, you know, if I was really trying to reduce my testosterone, I guess mm -hmm. I would. Also, decaf green tea, three yeah. cups a day. Great idea. I have all these great teas that there's research on that has helped with PCOS. I have them in my pantry, and mm -hmm. whenever I get a chance, I take one out and sip yeah. on it. So, thank you. Good job, Fernas, for, you know, like, commenting and... Yeah helping um, other sisters here in the in the IG live and um, yeah and she even says I did so much research about lowering DHEA levels mine were extremely elevated I was so worried and um, you know most of the advice uh, was to it was lower to, animal protein mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah that's interesting and Oops, I just got a spam risk call from my phone. Ten times a day, I get Seriously. these people. And then somebody asked, will diet help with hirsutism? And that's what you yes. just talked about. So rewind back maybe a little bit later. And then um, so somebody asks, I feel like, um, Lely asks, I feel like all the protein is animal protein. Can you suggest good protein that is not meat or dairy? Well, so the yeah there, there's a reason for this and before i really get into it i just want to uh, restart the camera because it's about to pause i know <laughs> it should i get into it or do you really want to you almost oh, kicked a it. candle over you almost just lit the rug on fire um here's the thing i know that we recommend animal protein and a lot of people suggest that it's inflammatory. I do buy grass-fed and I try to make sure that the way, the way I'm sourcing it is like hormone-friendly and it doesn't have antibiotics injected all up in it. But here's the thing. When you eat protein that comes from beans and plants and things like that, well, not plants necessarily, but beans, it is also high in carbs. And it's hard to get that right ratio of carb to protein when you're eating it from beans that have just as much carbs as a piece of bread. That's true. And you want to have more protein than carbs. That's the thing. So yeah. you don't want to eat like a whole bunch of beans to get enough protein because now all of the carbs in that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. And then you're going to end up supplementing with protein powder to make up for that. And then it's going to be like a lot of unnatural, you know, food you're going to have to process just for the sake of getting the ratios right. Also, yeah, it's weird. Are you gonna yeah. drink hemp protein powder all day long? Yeah. Like you might as well have some grass-fed meat. And like the the research shows, and like like format, uh, it's fact that not all protein is equal. So when you're just getting you know protein 
from meat versus when you're getting protein from spinach. Let's say you have 20 grams of each. Well, even if you eat like this much spinach to get that 20, 20 grams, even if you eat the 20 grams, it's not going to be the same. It's the, the protein in the spinach has a different amino acid, um, you know, Combination. makeup combinations, yeah. which isn't able to help your body recover as much as the protein you're getting from the animal protein, animal meat. Exactly. You know, it has animal protein has like all these B other, vitamins, yeah, B vitamins niacin, and nutrients that you're not going to get from the spinach. Iron. And, yeah. <laughs> and you can still, no, that's okay. You can still supplement all these things and, you know, help yourself if you're vegan. And like, we're not saying don't be vegan or like, don't do that. It's obviously your choice. And like, to be honest, I, you know, like I applaud you for trying to like, you know, put a stop to like mass production of animal products and stuff. So I, I'm totally with you there. So like, I think that's a great thing. And, and like, that, that's why like when me and Tony even eat, eat meat, we don't like go like eat from like places like, you know, McDonald's or like places where, you know, the meat's not coming from a well-kept source. Yeah. So we're picky about meat. <laughs> we just like to make sure like it's coming from a good natural source. Also um, fish. Is mm-hmm. so good for inflammation. Yeah. Seriously, get some good fish. Have some fish oil if you don't like fish. Yeah. Fish all day. Continue. <laughs> so, let's move on. Uh, Prime Every Day asks, "What about or maybe Prim Every Day asks, what about oatmeal? Does it have to say gluten free? Yes, it does. Yeah. Sometimes it's rolled in flour. Yeah. And there are gluten-free options and they're like pretty much everywhere. Like I see them all the time. I get it all the time. Yeah. Just look for, for the one that says gluten-free. It's still like that same brand that I see. What is that? Nature Valley or what is it called? Oat Valley? Um, it's not Nature Valley. It's like oat something, but like you always see it and they yeah. have the gluten-free option. Yeah. Oats are naturally a gluten-free grain. It's just that they roll it in flour sometimes. Yeah. my One of my favorite combinations is adding like one or two scoops of peanut butter, adding, well, almond butter in my case, because Italian sister's allergic. A struggle. So one to two spoonfuls of peanut butter, almond butter, and like a a scoop of protein powder. And then it tastes amazing, especially if the protein powder is vanilla, in my case, because then like the the combination. Yeah, with oatmeal, it tastes really good. Yeah. I like overnight oats. Mash up a banana with some oats and some protein powder and milk, dairy-free milk. You used to make that for me all the time when we were dating. There is chia seed pudding in the fridge. I told you I made it and it has gone bad. And all of these followers watched me make it on the stories. With all due (laughs) respect, I ate the chia seed pudding. I like the chia seed pudding. If nobody puts it in front of my face... I forget. Oh God. God knows I'm a man. I'm a male. I eat the same thing every day. I have a habit with my simple male brain. Oh I know God. the process in the morning when I wake up. Smooth. Spinach. <laughs> Let me get this powder. I'm in a mood in the morning and I have my process. <laughs> and that is that. I will not think for to get chia seed pudding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. That's not me. I'm sorry. You literally got to put it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Diana, she asks, or she, uh, she comments here, I began a few months ago taking PCOS and uh, myositol and inositol powder occasionally and got a job at retail where I'm standing and walking around for hours to help increase my cardio. Well, that's good. That's a good way to like keep your body active and especially walking is a good way to do cardio yeah. instead of intense cardio. Yeah. And about the, I don't, have you heard of PCOS ENS, babe? Myostal and Inostal powder? I don't know if that's the brand. My, myostal and Inostal powder. Yeah. No sense. Occasionally, well, here's the she thing. says. If it's a 40 to 1 ratio, um, then it's fine. Yeah. So, so actually right after that, Farnaz asked, what's the difference between that and what um avastol is so avastol is like the is the the rate the correct ratio of inositols in your body like 40 to, 40 one, to one which mimics what's um what the correct levels in your body should be or it helps your body get there so that's why avastol is a little different than most of those yeah. other things and it's natural yeah 
And basically what's happening is your cell is not accepting the sugar that insulin is giving it so that it could burn it for energy. And the reason why it's not accepting is because we're missing that ratio of inositols mm -hmm. in our cells when we have PCOS for some reason. And so we're missing that ratio. Our cells are not responding. The insulin resistance is like getting worse and worse every time insulin knocks on the door of the cell to give it sugar for energy. And the cell says no it gets more and more resistant. And so basically, when you take ovacetol, you're supplementing that ratio of inositols that's missing in the perfect way, 40 to 1 ratio of mm -hmm. inositols. And so it does its job. Just give yeah. it like one to three months. Yeah. All right, let's continue. Uh, so somebody asked, could eating too little carbs hurt you and energy levels. So yes, as time mentioned earlier, yes. when you restrict your carbs, it's not going to really help with like speeding up your metabolism like you think it would or like helping you lose weight because it's going to slow down your metabolism because there's not enough um, energy in your blood. Yeah. And it might even cause inflammation because yeah. you're hungry and you're in the state of stress. Mm -hmm. I find that, uh, Lely says, I find that when I switch to eating chickpea pasta, my sugar still spikes. Is it maybe because um, chickpea how pasta much? is high in carbs? and It, it might... has carbs. Yeah. How much are you eating? Are you pairing it with protein? Are mm -hmm. you having like chicken with it? Yeah. It, it's just because you're eating that one thing that like, you know, yeah. is perfectly gluten free and is healthy for you. doesn't mean it's going to like, is that's that's the one thing you need. Yeah. you. It's about pairing your foods mm -hmm. too. So what I mean by that is if you're going to have some carbs, you want to have some protein next to it, some chicken or something. Or even if you're going to have like an apple, you want to have almonds with it to slow down the absorption of sugar into your bloodstream. Because yeah. when the sugar is absorbed so quickly or if you eat a lot of carbs at once, your blood sugar goes up, your insulin goes up, the more insulin you have, the less responsive your cells are going to be because they're being bombarded by all this insulin and they're already insulin resistant mm -hmm. and the cycle continues. Yeah. Uh, Prim Everyday asks, do you have a preference between oat milk, almond milk, coconut milk? Uh, in, in, the, in our house, we drink primarily um, almond milk. It's... The brand is called Ripple, R-I-P-P. It's pea protein milk. Oh, it's pea protein milk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who's drinking almond oh, milk? Oh, man. I don't know why I thought that was almond milk all this time. You really did? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But for some reason right now, I well, said it's almond milk. Well, it's kind of weird. Like, what's pea protein milk? How's that made anyways? Can you With wrap pea. your head around that? Why Real pea. It's not milk. It's not. P-E-A, by the way. <laughs> It's eight grams of protein, so that's why I recommend that over yeah, almond. And no milk. carbs, no sugar. So you're literally getting eight grams of protein with like one, like what, like one little cup, and then add that to a smoothie. You're already adding some natural protein. Yeah. And there is, we've actually had oat milk before. Those are also good. And we have we had coconut milk. I don't think we've. Yeah, yeah. We I I like to cook with that. Like if I'm yeah. making something like a curry or. Um, a sauce, you know, it has like a cool flavor. Mm -hmm. So, looks like. Let's see if we have any more questions. We have a lot. Of oh questions. yeah, there's a lot of questions. Coming. <laughs> so we're gonna go on for ten, fifteen more minutes. But we want to ask you right now if you have a, a success story or something you want to share. We're gonna we want to kind of like give you a shout out live. We usually, if all the listeners know, every week we do a sister shout out, a one of the week from Instagram or from the sisterhood where we talk about a sister who's been managing her PCOS like a boss. So I think it'd be great if we did a live today. So if you have any stories you want to share about your recent success, just share it and then we'll read it at the end of this podcast. But for now, let's continue answering some questions. Okay. The next question is from It's VVQ. What are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? Okay, so sometimes intermittent fasting mm -hmm. can work if you have insulin resistance. I've actually learned that there was a study that showed that mm -hmm. women who, um, who ate normally for like five or six days during the week and then one day during the week, they only ate 
around 500 calories mm. that apparently helped with their blood sugar issues and insulin resistance issues. Mm -hmm. So in, in some ways, intermittent fasting can help your insulin resistance, but in other ways, it can aggravate your stress hormones more and make your PCOS worse. So today I had a client and she said that intermittent fasting was too challenging for her. And it was really like trying, like she was eating like two meals a day mm -hmm. and nothing in between. And it was in like a very short window of like five or six hours. And that was it. And mm -hmm. it was so hard for the rest of the day yeah. to not eat. And so she didn't lose any weight. In fact, she gained weight. And I was like, this is not working for you. Like, yeah. do not force yourself to do something you feel miserable yeah. doing. And like to, to add on to that, you got to like do it. If you're going to do it, it's important to do it right. Like if you're going to starve yourself for a long period of time, make sure most of that is when you're sleeping. So you're not feeling it. And there's not these huge you know, changes of yeah. insulin in your body. And also like don't work out on an empty stomach because you're going to really tire yourself out really yeah. quick. And then your body's not going to have enough energy to kind of continue to work out. Not to mention um, afterwards, you're going to feel a lot more groggy than you would have. Because your body just crashed and now it's like taking its time to recover. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, let's continue. Um, Someone's saying avoid plastic. Yeah, Shivu said avoid plastic. It's true. The BPA gets trapped in our fat cells mm -hmm. for some reason more in sisters than in others, in women with PCOS than mm -hmm. other women. And I learned from Dr. Felis Gersh, who is my favorite doctor and specialist in PCOS and has an awesome book called PCOS SOS. Um, she goes into BPA. She goes all into it. She even says that one of the most common places where you find BPA is actually on the grocery receipt, like that paper that the grocery list, I mean, the receipt that you get back at the from the store after you purchase your items has a lot of BPA in it. And she's like, don't touch it. That's crazy. I never <laughs> knew that about crazy? that. I never knew about that. Yeah. I guess you always got to e say no receipt. all day. <laughs> yeah. Just don't take the receipt. Like if they ask you, you Just want a like, receipt? Don't touch it. No, thank you. Wash your hands immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. There's a lot of comments. So I'm just going to see what, which one is next. Uh Going gluten and dairy-free, do you recommend counting calories with that or counting macros? So I think we mentioned this before, how you don't need to count calories if... I mean, here's the thing. I don't recommend counting calories obsessively. It's not about how many calories you're eating. That's not what's going to impact your weight loss as much as... Well, of course, if you eat a lot of calories, you're going to gain weight. But of course it's not going to impact your weight loss as much as the foods that you're eating and how you're pairing it and what time and all of the things that affect your blood sugar and inflammation levels. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. What was the question? <laughs> I'm going on my tangent. Yeah, why do you want a tangent if you're going to forget Sorry. the question? <laughs> okay. I was just reading something here and uh, not to, you know... Um, bring sad news or anything but i think we should just mention it since you know it's very brave of her to mention this on the on the ig live but uh uh matzia she says you know i can't get pregnant i had ivf and unfortunately they had some issues when she was pregnant with twins and you know, we're very sad to hear that and like, we hope you you know continue on to like yeah managing your pcos and like doing we, the right yeah. methods yeah, we we hope that we are providing a supportive place where you yeah. feel like you have enough resources and information mm -hmm. to help you get through this challenging time. Yeah, and, and we hope the best for you and just hopefully, you know... With, stay positive. Yeah, you stay positive. Uh, somebody, uh, Simply Mar Mara Marina, I like that name. She says, I just got diagnosed. My personal trainer was being so mean to me for not losing weight. And now I know why. Oh, my What's God. What's the first thing I should do? Fire him. Yeah. <laughs> There's no contract or no requirement for you to stay with this personal trainer if he's not the right one for you. If oh, he's, my God. That sounds awful. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't be is stuck. Is it he or is she? Am um, I assuming that it's a guy? 
I am not sure she doesn't say he or she. Oh, I mean, okay. it, it doesn't matter. It if, doesn't if matter. It's I'm not a good saying. trainer. <laughs> don't stick with whoever that is. Yeah, to if find it's not the right a good person. trainer, balance. And, yeah, and a good recommendation: if you're about to sign up at a gym and you're about to get a trainer, tell them right away before you agree, before you yeah. sign the contract. Before, tell them, hey, I have PCOS, and based on what I know and based on like what you're supposed to do for PCOS, I'm not supposed to do intense cardio. I'm supposed to do slow weighted workouts and you it's know It's not about working out harder. Exactly. And most I think good trainers know this. The good trainers know this and unfortunately trainers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> just like any other any any like business or any um industry out there, there are bad people at their job and there's people who are good at their job. Sometimes Dude, it's more of the other than more of the other. So I I don't like when people are blamed like this. It, yeah. There's so much shame in that. Mm -hmm. And not just that, I want to mention that some people are not um, up to date with what's happening in the PCOS world because this whole thing with gluten and dairy free and different workouts and mm -hmm. You know, all of this approach is only coming to light within the past five, maybe 10 years. Yes. And people are just starting to learn that like this approach is something that works. Yeah. And so it's hard to wrap your head around it if you've spent so many years learning that like it's calories in, calories out. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Hormones, this, that. Some people just they don't understand. They're not informed yet. You mm -hmm. can either inform them or you can find a new trainer. Yeah. And just say thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah. And don't forget at the end of the day, you're their customer. And yeah. It's, Why it's, should you feel bad? You should go home exactly. feeling empowered. Exactly. So um is peanut Palomi asks, is peanut butter good for PCOS affected people? Yeah. Good. <laughs> so as we get closer to our end. I know, the minutes are going by so quickly. I know, we answer a lot of questions. But we want to answer more free. And if you have any testimonial things you want to say, your recent success path, and um, thing, just let me know. Talia is just trying to point at, can I please look at, look at, look at her. <laughs> we so oh I got a goodness. great, great comment right here from hey boss babe 87 she says week one on your program and i kid you not day two of gluten dairy free i started my period what whoop whoop she says that wasn't me she said that with the irregular periods it was a happy welcome well probably i know it was just day two but probably you were already starting to do something before yeah. that happened i doubt day two the program magically healed you it's probably you were probably starting to go gluten dairy free from the from before from before and you were starting to manage your pcos and it's you girl yeah. it's not us it's, uh, we, it's never it. us you yeah. guys are the ones applying all of the information exactly. we're giving you and let me just mention one more thing when somebody sees quick results like quick weight loss results quick period results I don't know about two days, but like a week. It's typically because suddenly you're really controlling your blood sugar and being consistent and your insulin levels and you're really taking care of that. And that is the root issue for so many symptoms mm -hmm. like weight gain and irregular periods and acne. And um, you're targeting that. And so once you target that and your insulin levels are low, you're yeah. much better at letting go of the weight mm -hmm. and the inflammation. And suddenly you're losing like five pounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So somebody said uh, her name, Christie's Place. She said, Talin, you guys are awesome. You are so helpful. And I'm grateful I found you to help me with my health journey. I'm high free and it's all from working with you. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh my gosh, I remember you. We you were my client. Yeah? Yeah. When was that? You want That was a while ago. Okay, that's great. And she had hives. She went gluten and dairy free. And it helped. Yeah, and blood awesome. sugar issues. That is great. And um it's been such a blessing having found you guys on Instagram. I just finished week one of your four week course and I am down five pounds. <gasps> Amazing. See, I'm telling you, ladies, this, you can lose that much weight in a week if you really balance yeah, your blood sugar. Yeah. And not everyone. I'm just saying, like, it can happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you're curious about the, the course, by the way, it's unfortunately closed at this moment. At this we, moment. We were selling it um, or uh, 
providing January. it for enrollment in the beginning of the of the year in January, uh, maybe later in the year, towards the end of the year or something like that. Mid mid year. Yeah. We might bring it back. Yeah, we might bring it back. Um. So, oh, and she says just follow their meal plan, doing gluten dairy free and the weight workouts. Get awesome. it, girl. Uh, Prim Every Day says, thank you for sharing your information. This is such an untouched subject. I know. Yeah. Tell way, me about it. I was looking online and I saw the other day that there's actually uh, research being done at some universities about PCOS. So I'm very, it, it, there's nothing published yet, but I'm very curious to see like what's, what's going to come out of it and what it's about. Because like there's websites that tell you like what are some current studies out there that are being done and by who. And I, I, I like to look on there to see, like, what's the, what's what's upcoming, what's, like, yeah. new new information that we can find to at least show you guys and make you guys aware. So I will let you know once um, once uh, once we know more about that. And um, simply Marie. Oh, it's about Marie. the trainer was a she. <laughs> she. Yeah, she says. Oh, my God. Uh, she says, thank you so, so much. Mean. It's actually a she, the personal trainer that was mean. I feel so alone in this diagnosis. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Yes. Join us in the sisterhood. Yes. No one's alone there. Diana says, bless your souls, guys. PCOS gurus. <laughs> We're trying. Uh, yeah. We like to go against the grain. I know a lot of people out there who are PCOS mm -hmm. um, influencers or doctors or whatever don't know or like to say gluten and dairy free is a great solution for mm -hmm. most women so we're here we're saying it and we're not afraid yes. <laughs> all right okay so this was the our first live and we're, we're we're kind of thinking we're gonna do this every 10 episodes yeah that's so. good like mm -hmm. Maybe the next time we do episode 20, we'll do a live again and we'll do the same format and you guys ask us questions or maybe you guys will give us some input and we'll do something else differently. Yeah. Let us know what you yeah. want. So if you were on in this live, um, you can listen to this when we release it on Tuesday, as mm -hmm. always. And you can listen to the whole thing from the start to the finish. And if you're listening to this right now in your headphones from a podcast app, we did this IG live on at PCOS.weightloss. You can watch it there next time. On the ten on the twentieth episode. Yeah, on the twentieth episode we'll do that. We'll do another one <laughs> then. So thank you for joining us, everybody. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in. We're so glad we could share this with you. Yeah. So everybody have a good night and we'll see you tomorrow, I guess. Bye. <laughs> Bye, sisters. We are if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.